usually we're walking and talking, but this time we're talking about Lisa Marie Presley's estate plan and all the goody stuff that comes out of everybody's stuff when something happens, either tragically, disability-wise, sickness, or also in the passing. So stay tuned. Welcome, welcome to your Backup Plan tribe. I want to talk about um, the show because Walking with Tina, we talk about various things. And one week we talk about things that are personal, uh, things that we need to do to get better prepared. As you know, um, my name is Tina and I have your Backup Plan app. I'm a financial advisor as well as an emergency preparedness coach. And so we look at things from a different angle. We look at things from being better prepared and things that we can do to be better prepared. We also look at um, having dif difficult conversations, you know, Talking Taboo with Tina, our podcast that is uh, currently posted on all podcast platforms around the world. Um, it's on all podcast platforms. You can reach it everywhere at your Backup Plan app. And we talk about real life stories with real life people. And this is just another real life story that I wanna dig deep into what's what. What is what with celebrities? Because it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter what color of skin you have or what color of eyes or hair that you have or how much money you have. I've had a, a few comments, only a couple, that said you should stay out of her business. Well, I hate to tell you this, but everybody's business is public knowledge especially after they pass away, as well as court cases and possibly custody battles and divorce and all of those types of things. So it is public knowledge and we can only learn better from what people do, from what people don't do. And it, I'm here to help you and guide you in that process. So all that being said, I'm happy to have you guys on today. Um, if you have any comments or if you have any messages that you would like to say, please reach out uh, and comment down below during the live. I'd be happy to answer any questions that anybody has. So let's get the party started. I'm going to start with a sad note. Um, as of today, Thursday, we have a singer, songwriter, guitarist, David Crosby from Birds and Crosby, Stills and Nash has recently passed away. Um, so rest in peace, David. Um, I hate to see another one uh, this year in 2023 already in the music industry. So thank you for all that you've done in the world. And um, till we meet again. All right, let's get the party started. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background because not everybody's life is the same. Not everybody's life is uncomplicated. We all have our complications in many different forms. 
Um, some of us have multiple marriages, some of us have multiple divorces, and some of us have various children, you know, uh, from different marriages. And it all comes, becomes very complicated. And that's why I devised and created your backup plan app. And that was to help people become more prepared. And they'll say to me, you know, Tina, what do I do? What do I need to do? Well, it's all in the app and it makes it very simple to do and use. And it asks you the simple questions and we will be creating a, a program that is launching next month that is for a caregivers rescue program, which will help caregivers be able to give that care and that knowledge and to the caregiver uh, as personal information because if something happens to the caregiver and, and not the patient, it becomes as well very complicated. So we are there to help the caregivers as well as the patient. So let's get this whole complicated mess and it's actually not too bad. And I'm gonna give you a little bit of background first. So her funeral, Lisa Marie Presley's funeral will be streamed online from Graceland's website on Sunday, January 22nd at 9 a.m. Memphis time. And following her death, Elvis Presley's legendary Tennessee estate will be passed down to her three children, Riley, Harper, and Finley. In the wake of Lisa Marie Presley's sudden death last Thursday, her three daughters have been confirmed as of today to inherit their grandfather's legendary Memphis, Tennessee estate in Graceland. Lisa Marie Presley died after sudden death, suffering from cardiac arrest at age 54. According to TMZ, TMZ reported that paramedics performed CPR at her California home before being rushed to a hospital. I also heard that her previous ex-husband, who is uh, Danny Keogh, who was living with her at the time, also, um, also performed CPR. And they did have a, and being rushed to the hospital, she did report to have, have gained a pulse before being transported. She had attended the 80th annual Global Globes, Global that's hard to say, alongside her mom and Austin Butler, who everybody knows who Austin Butler is. It's like he emerged from the dead because he is so perfect for the legendary Elvis Presley, who portrayed her late father in the film Elvis. If you haven't seen it, go check it out because it's an awesome movie. She shared, uh, Lisa shared custody of her twin daughters, 60-40, with her ex-husband, Michael Lockwood. After her passing, Michael Lockwood's attorney, Joe Yanni, said in a statement to Entertainment Tonight, Michael had been hoping for a speedy and complete recovery because her children needed her. They needed their mom. Michael's world has been turned on its ear he is with both of his daughters now. Yanni added that Michael Lockwood prayers are with Lisa Marie's family. A representative 
of For the Property confirmed to People that the late musician's three surviving children will become the beneficiaries of the trust that holds Graceland. Lisa Marie had two children from her marriage to Danny Keogh, 33-year-old Riley and Benjamin Keogh, the latter of whom died by suicide at age 27 in July 2020. She then went on to marry Michael Lockwood in 2006 before ultimately splitting in 2016 and finalizing her divorce in 2021. The former couple shared 14-year-old twin girls, Harper and Finley. Elvis Presley's storied 120-acre home, if anybody's been on that, it's, it's um, incredible, um, has been passed down to his only daughter, Lisa Marie, following his death in 1977. The mansion is now open to tourists following hosting both various tours and overnight stays. They do have an attached hotel beside it. According to the estate's official, official website, Graceland was left to Lisa Marie in trust when she was just nine years old. The trust officially dissolved in 1993 upon her 25th birthday when she took full ownership of the home. Following that trust dissolution, she formed the Elvis Presley Trust to help manage the property along with her mother, Priscilla Presley, and the National Bank of Commerce. Lisa Marie died last Thursday at West Hills Hospital and Medical Center after experiencing a cardiac arrest at her home in Calabas, California, and just two days after attending the global the Golden Globes. She was 54 years old. Her mother Priscilla announced the sad news in a statement later that day, writing, it is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter Lisa Marie has left us. She was the most passionate, strong and loving woman I have ever known. We ask for privacy as we try to deal with this profound loss. Thank you for the love and prayers. At this time, there will be no further comment. The musician's ex-husband also re released a statement to the New York Post via his lawyer. Lisa Marie was also briefly married to Michael Jackson from 1994 to 1996 and Nicolas Cage from 2002 to 2004. Jackson's estate shared a tribute to the late songwriter on Instagram following the news, writing, we are saddened by the sudden tragic loss of Michael's former wife, Lisa Marie Presley. And Cage also released a statement to The Hollywood Reporter in which he wrote, this is devastating news. Lisa had the greatest laugh of anyone I have ever met. She lit up every room and I am heartbroken. He added, I found some solace believing she is united with her son, Benjamin. Now, it seems fairly clear that the estate had been looked after, especially since 
the other part of the estate, which included um, Graceland, was put in a trust. So thank everybody for them doing that because it would have been a total gong show and a lot of headache and stress and a lot of angriness according to anybody that ever has had to deal with a complicated estate plan. So thank goodness that they had the uh, everything situated in a trust for Graceland because the girls can then have that trust and be part of that. So the only complication appears as of today, according to ET source, who will Harper and Finley, who are the twins, um, because Michael Lockwood obtained full custody of the twins the moment Lisa Marie died. So as Lisa Marie says, when something goes down, Harper will want daddy. And if something goes down, Finley will want mummy. Michael spent the last six years battling Lisa Marie for custody. Now there's a potential new fight with Lisa Marie's first husband, Danny Keogh, who was living with her at the time of the death, reportedly considered himself as the girl's stepfather. And I'm just going to call this up here for you. Um, we have a little bit of background, according to Mitra, the entertainment lawyer. So she's going to let us know here. She, she feels that it will end up in front of the judge. She feels it will probably go, go to the biological father as well, as the twins are old enough now to make a decision about who they would like to be with. So a little bit of background uh, of Lisa Marie's uh, current situation. In October 2020, Lisa Marie's only son, Benjamin, was laid to rest at Graceland alongside his loved ones. Benjamin was 27 years Helen old. Helen Hansel was able oh, to win any competition she took part in. Let's stop that. Um, Benjamin was Nor 27 oh, because she had won seven trips to Paris, Let's boats, houses. She would basically take part in any sweepstake she okay. went about. I'm just going to get out of that. There we go. It comes on when you don't want it to, and it goes off when you don't want it to. <laughs> Benjamin was 27 when he died by suicide in July 2020, and Lisa Marie had made a very big, big comment. Um, according to People Magazine, and I'm just going to take a few minutes to read that. And why am I going to read it? Because I feel it's really important that everyone realizes what it's like to lose somebody and what she was feeling around this loss of her son. So this is according to Lisa Marie Presley. Death is part of life, whether we like it or not, and so is grieving. There is so much to learn and understand on the subject, but here's what I know so far. One is that grief does not stop 
or go away in any sense. A year, a year after the loss. Grief is something you will have to carry with you for the rest of your life, in spite of what certain people or culture wants us to believe. You do not get over it. You do not move on, period. Two, grief is incredibly lonely. Despite people coming in the heat of the moment to be there for you, right after the loss takes place, they soon disappear and go on with their own lives. And they kind of expect, expect for you to do the same, especially after some time has passed. This includes family as well. If you're incredibly lucky, less than a handful will remain in contact with you after the first month or so. I'm sure you've all experienced that. Unfortunately, that is a cold, hard truth for most. So if you know someone who lost a loved one, regardless of how long it's been, please call them to see how they're doing. Go visit them. They will really, really appreciate it more than you know. She has a great way of explaining this. And I can feel it in my heart. So thanks everybody for coming on today. Let's get back to Lisa Marie Presley's comments. Three, and particularly if the loss was premature, unnatural or tragic, you will become a pariah in a sense. You can feel stigmatized and perhaps judged in so many ways as to why the tragic loss took place. If you have feelings, you will feel this. Whew. Okay. This becomes magnetized by a million if you are the parent of a child who passed. No matter how old they were, no matter the circumstances. I already battled with... Get it together, Tino. Get it together. With and beat myself up tirelessly and chronically, blaming myself every single day. And that's hard enough to live with, but others will judge and blame you too, even secretly or behind your back, which is even more cruel and painful on top of everything else. Are you getting the drift of this? You gotta pick it up, Tina. You gotta pick it up. The drift of this. This is deep. Very deep. Can you feel the hurt 
I'm losing my tears going down. <laughs> oh, goodness. <sighs> this is what happens. And this is what you lose your mind when it first happens for shock. And that's why it's so important to have a plan for those you love, as well as those for yourself. To make things easier, because it's a true gift, to leave someone with a plan. To leave someone with a sense of knowing what the other person wanted and deserved, as well as making sure their wishes are, are fulfilled. This is when finding others who have experienced a similar loss can be the only way to go. Support groups that have used specific kind of loss in common, I go to them and I hold them for other bereaved parents at my home. Nothing, absolutely nothing takes away the pain, but finding support can sometimes help you just a bit less alone. Your old friends and even your family can and will run for the hills. The unrelenting reality is that you are forced into this horrendous club, if you will, that you never wanted to be in or part of. Yes, very true. I thought you might need this. Tina, Tina. Sorry. <sighs> I didn't think I would cry. But this is very deep. Okay. that you never wanted to be part of or to be in. And you are forced to then, for lack of a better term, have to go and find your new people now. I don't truly cherish, cherish the few who have stayed in there with us throughout this entire nightmare process from the onset. And I have also now come to love and cherish my newfound friends who are in the same club. I'm sure a lot of you find that as well. Oh my goodness. Goodness gracious. Oh. Okay. If I'm being honest, can understand why people may want to avoid you once a terrible tragedy has struck especially a parent losing their child because it is truly your worst nightmare I can recall a couple of times in my life where I knew parents who lost their child and while I could be there for them when it happened, I avoided them after 
and never bothered to follow up with them because they quite literally became a representative of my biggest fear. How true is that? I also low-key judged them and I swore I'd never do whatever it was that I felt they either did or neglected in their parental actions and choices with their child. Yet, here I am. I am now living what it's like to be the same representative to other parents. Obviously, no parent chooses this road. And thankfully, not all parents will have to become a victim to it. Anybody else doing this but me? I'll give me a little break. And from this crying, <laughs> where were we? Where were we? I keep going because my son made it very clear in his final moments that taking care of his little sisters and looking out for them were on the forefront of his concerns and his mind. He absolutely adored them and they him. Me and my three daughters live lives as we knew it were completely detonated and destroyed by death. We live in this every single day. I'm saying all this on this particular day, National Grief Awareness Day, in the hopes that I can help raise some awareness of grief and loss. Just know after this day passes for all your friends who have had a loved one die, every day is Grief Awareness Day. I'm saying this in the hopes that it helps someone. Okay. I say this in the hopes that it helps someone who is suffering as I and my children suffer. In the hopes that maybe today or as soon as possible, you can reach out to someone who is grieving someone they loved and lost, whether they lost a child, a parent, a spouse, a sibling, a fiance, anyone. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them to talk about their person. Yes, we do want to talk about them. That's how we keep them alive in our hearts. That's how they don't get forgotten. That is what keeps us alive as well. Oh, God. <sighs> Am I the only one crying? favor. 
Don't tell them you can't, you can't imagine their pain. The truth is, oh, yes, you can. You just don't want to. Thanks for reading all of this. I know. Why can I only read one sentence at a time? I know how hard and triggering it is, but maybe let it trigger you. Reach out to someone who needs it right now, rather than it is triggering something bad. And for help and info on what to say, visit grief.com and show up. Or Go on to YouTube and watch at your backup plan. We have a lot of grief specialists come on our shows each week. And I'm sure there might be something, something little that you can get from a video. I have a hair on my tear. <laughs> so this was written with all my love and my pain. Most sincerely, Lisa Marie Presley. And if you or someone you know is considering suicide, please con contact the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by dialing 988. Text STRENGTH to the Crisis Text Line at 741741 or go to 988lifeline.org. And that's according to People Magazine. So, Lisa Marie Presley's father, who died in August 1977 at the age of 42, my goodness, he was so young, as well as her grandparents, Vernon and Gladys Presley, were laid to rest on the property. Elvis's grandmother, Minnie Ma, is also buried at Graceland, and his twin brother, Jesse, who died at birth. And if you don't know the background to that, it is in the movie. Elvis's only heir then formed the Elvis Presley Trust, which allowed her and her mother to manage the estate along with the help of the National Bank of Commerce. Priscilla, who was married to the blue suede shoes Kroner from 1967 to 1973, is also the mother of Navarone Carbaldi whom she shares with Marco Garbaldi. In addition to being the final resting place of Elvis and his family, the home has served as a place where the group pays tribute to his legacy. In August 2017, Lisa Marie and the three of her four children held a public vigil on the 40th anniversary of the Jailhouse Rock singer's death. Two years later, Priscilla appeared in two Hallmark movies, which were filmed at Graceland, called Wedding at Graceland and Christmas at Graceland, Home for the Holidays. Elvis Presley, the King of Rock and Roll, earns more in death than most people ever will in life. But since the rock legend's death in 1977, that post 
posthumous payload has seen its share of twists and turns, with everything from his music catalog to his likeness rights buffeted by the winds of capitalism. The death on Thursday of Lisa Marie Presley's his only child, has thrown another wrinkle into that legacy, and it could mean further changes ahead for the estate, including Elvis's ionic Memphis, Tennessee mansion, Graceland. The property is in trust that will now go to the benefit of Lisa Marie's children, a Graceland spokesperson said. Nothing will change with the operation or management, the representative said in an email. But Lisa Marie's inheritance is complicated by a financial history as fraught as that of any rock star, and things could keep changing as it passes on to the next generation. Presley is survived by her three daughters, actor Riley Keogh and twins Harper and Finley Lockwood, from two different ex-husbands. Her stake in the estate, though diminished after past deals, is still sizable. In addition to Graceland, she retained ownership of her father's costumes, cars, awards, and other possessions, according to the mansion's website. A fixture of music history, Graceland reports hosting 500,000 visitors a year across its 13-acre grounds and 17,552 square feet. Lisa Marie Presley will be laid to rest on the property. Her father's legacy is back in the main street if I ever left, if it ever left. After a hit bio biopic directed by Baz, Baz Luhrmann and starring Austin Butler was released by Warner Brothers this summer. The film grossed 287 million at the global box office and is widely expected to be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. With all the focus now on everything Elvis, things could get messy. According to legal experts who specialize in estates of high net worth individuals. Yes, even those that aren't. Things become complicated after death because people fight, people get greedy, people have their opinions, and the list goes on. So don't ever think it's all fine and dandy. It all depends on the situation and the people involved and what that you did beforehand. And that's why it's so important to do what you can. And if you don't know what, check out our app. You can download it on all platforms, Play Store and iTunes. With, uh, there's always complications anytime a single asset owner deceases and their assets are now going to go to multiple people because they may have different needs, different desires. And Scott Rand, founding partner at the RMO LLP. The issue that's most likely to come up, Rand added, is that Lisa Marie Presley's daughters, now several generations removed from Elvis Presley himself, may not, may not want to keep their assets, could instead opt to cash out. They could even sell the storied mansion. Very often when you end up in that kind of situation, you do up, end up in a buyout situation. 
and then you get into valuation issues. Rand continued spurious claims on the estates, he said, are also likely to start coming out of the woodwork. Lisa's age 54 helped oversee her late father's estate before she died Thursday after suffering a cardiac arrest. A musician in her own right, Presley's passing has prompted messages of heartbreak from many celebrities. Born into the spotlight, Presley split her youth between Graceland and Los Angeles after her parents, Elvis and Priscilla Presley, divorced. According to the terms of her father's will, Lisa Marie became the sole inherited inheritor of Graceland and the rest of the Hound Dog Singer's estate. But her inheritance was held in a trust until she turned 25. Although the rock star was a cash cow while alive, his lavish spending habits and short-sighted deal-making left the family in dire straits once he was gone. Excuse me. But with the founding of Elvis Presley Enterprises, Priscilla helped turn the mansion into a tourist attraction. The property became a mecca for fans, yet also gained a reputation as tacky and crassly commercial. There must be a fine line of managing to do that because, you know, when it's not commercialized, you wonder why isn't it? And then when it's too commercialized, you wonder why is it? So go figure. The property in 2020, the Forbes reported that the property typically takes in over $10 million a year. It's a familiar story when it comes to these legacies of musical megastars. When Michael Jackson, Lisa Marie Presley's one-time husband, died, he left behind half a billion dollars in debt. But by 2018, his portfolio had brought in four times that. When Lisa Marie's Presley finally got access to her inheritance in 1993, she founded a trust in her father's name to manage his estate. But in 2004, she agreed to sell off 85% of Elvis Presley's enterprise's assets, including Elvis's likeness rights for around $100 million to music entrepreneur Robert F.X. Zillerman and his company CX, CKX Inc. That's hard to say. Lisa Marie Presley retained 15% a fortune reported at the time that the deal garnered CKX a 90-year lease on the mansion, as well as the publishing rights to 650 Elvis songs, although the royalty rights too far fewer. Much of Elvis's best-known music, the material recorded before 1973, had already been sold to RCA by the rock star's manager former Carnival Barker, Colonel Tom Parker. Royalty rights for 24 Elvis movies were also included. CKX Inc. subsequently sold the estate rights to the intellectual property firm Authentic Brands Group for $145 million. In 2020, one Presley executive told Rolling Stone that the Presley estate was worth around $4 or 500 million. 
Through it all, Graceland, now a National Historic Landmark, stayed in Presley's hands. If it gets sold off after her death, Elvis Presley Enterprises, run by managing partner Joel Weinsacker, would be a great bet for the buyer, said Los Angeles-based lawyer Tree Lovell of the Lovell Firm. Ownership and Elvis Presley Enterprises. They know the value of Elvis's brand and would know best how to incorporate Graceland into their existing licensing business, Lovell explained in an email. Circumstances are further complicated by Presley's personal financial issues. She claimed to be more than $16 million in the hole in 2018 and subsequently sued her longtime business manager over alleged financial mismanagement. Oh, my nose. The manager, Barry Siegel, countersued, accusing Presley of wasting her inheritance and owing him money. Sounds like it was quite the battle. Poor, poor Lisa Marie. You know, money and assets just become so complicated, don't they? You know, when you don't have any, it's not really complicated. You're just wondering how to get your next dollar. And when you have the assets, it's just, and money, it becomes very complicated. That's why a lot of people, when they uh, win money, it's gone within two years, sometimes one. That's how crazy it is. The New York Post reports that she owed over $1 million in taxes at the time of her passing. Benny Roshan, chair of Greenberg Glus Glusker's Trust and Probate Litigation Group, raised the possibility that her successors will have to deal with creditors or litigation claims. One of the things that happens when administering somebody's estate is that that's the opportunity to present all valid creditor claims. Roshan said, adding that creditors get prior priority over heirs. That's why trusts are really important when you have anything of big value because it's hidden inside a trust and it can't be touched. But everything on the outside can be. So even if the family doesn't need money to pay off Presley's debts, there's still a strong likelihood that Graceland gets sold off, said Ryan Sellers of the law firm Hales and Sellers. Depending on the personality and leverage of the kids, even if there's enough liquidity in the estate to keep Graceland and pay out creditors, will they have enough cash left over to support it? Sellers asked in an email at one point, taxes and maintenance expenses were costing Graceland over 500,000 a year, according to the mansion's website claims. The deciding factor could ultimately be how closely Elvis's descendants want to keep control of his legacy, or at least in Graceland, its physical manifestation. When you get to this generation, are they going to want to hold on to it, maintain and honor those legacies? Asked Rand. Or is it something that as generation fades, those feelings fade with time? And that's according to the Los Angeles Times. So as you can see, it's not really that complicated, but it is. 
and everybody's estate is complicated in some shape or form. It might be because you didn't have a current will. It might be because you didn't put things into a trust that possibly could have changed things differently. It could be just the generations getting the legacy that other former generations left behind that you too have moved on, so to speak, that you don't want to have anything to do with the legacy. Or does the family keep strong enough to keep it within the family? And those are all things that are up for discussion and it's very complicated. It's not easy. And feelings are a big part of it. Opinions and legal battles and creditors. So everything is of public knowledge when it's not inside a life insurance policy. Everything. Yours, your neighbors, your best friend, your family member, anyone. Anyone could be part of having this wide open. So it's up to you to have this plan in place. So that being said, thank you for coming on walking with Tina, even though we weren't walking today. We were sitting and a little tears. That's okay. Because there might be other people that feel it too. And by sharing, by sharing people's lives with you, we share experiences, we share feelings, and we share what not to do, what is good. And for more of these, please stay tuned for every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for our next show. So next week, I'll be advertising it as well. And we're going to talk about some personal items that have come up with other, uh, other clients, other situations, things we talk about in our webinars. And our Facebook, Facebook group, our VIP group for our Facebook, your backup plan is under Facebook. And it is a group of VIP listeners that want to join in webinars when we have them going live. And we talk about just about what currently on people's minds or questions or things that are up for discussion in that week in the news, whatever it might be. Uh, we have worksheets and we talk about things that we need to do, things that we don't need to do. So I'm sending you my love because the week after will be another celebrity discussion. So stay tuned for that one and any other updates that come about with our current shows. I love to have you. We love to have you come on board. We love to have you listen to our crazy stories. 
And even we may have walking with Tina discussions every Thursday with another person. I'd love to do that. I'd love to um, either have a person that comes in and asks a question or what's on the minds of the news at that week. Or we could talk about so many different things. And as you can see, Tina never fails. Add a few tears. <laughs> yep, she does. It's hard. It's a hard discussion. Who have pain. Who are experiencing grief. And you never know when you're experiencing grief, what will trigger you. So be strong. Don't take it from me. <laughs> and have the tears rolling down your face. Oh, if anybody missed Lisa Presley's, Lisa Marie Presley's talk about grief, you'll be able to find the show on our YouTube channel. I want to send out my love. Stay strong. Be safe. Till next time. Be kind.